0: Hello everyone, this is Deb McBride and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Monday the 12th of November 2018. It is Veterans Day in the United States and yesterday is actually Veterans Day but it's been celebrated today. But I am here in beautiful Costa Rica in Esca Zoo in my beautiful garden on my patio. So I'm sitting on my patio looking out at my tropical garden which is full of leaves and flowers and green Um, even though it's an evening. It's a beautiful evening here and the crickets are chirping and we're going to talk about astrology. So uh, the last couple days it has been really, really complicated and I fear that every time the moon goes into Capricorn, which it did on Saturday the 10th, it inevitably hits Saturn and then it hits Pluto and this is the way it's going to be for the next couple of years. And it just doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. It feels icky. It feels tense. It feels maybe a little depressing. It feels uh, some moments of transformation and empowerment. But for the most part, it's one of those times where you just kind of get through the next couple of days. And it's unfortunately, a lot of it happened over the weekend and then into today. And it's just been kind of bleh. So we're moving out of bleh, uh, because tomorrow morning the moon is going to go void in Capricorn for only about a half hour, and then it's going to go into Aquarius. So fortunately, it's not going to stay in Capricorn too much longer, and since it is already evening, and the moon goes void in about uh, 10, 13 a.m. tomorrow, Eastern Time, we are kind of winding down the Capricorn moon and then it goes into Aquarius and it'll join Mars and trine Venus and that'll be all okay. A little spunkier energy because it'll be disposed of by Uranus which is now back in Aries. So we had a big week last week and we have some other changes this week. So last week we know we had the nodes change signs so they're in Capricorn, the south nodes in Capricorn and we also know that our, um, we have, you know, Uranus go back into Aries, as I just mentioned, because it's been a while since it's been retrograde, and it's going to stay in Aries again until March 6th in which it will go into Taurus for good. So, as I've mentioned, we are finishing up a story that we started in 2010, and each of us gets a chance to look at that now. One of the things for this week is there's no lunations. There's no new moons, full moons. Last week we had a new moon. Next week we have a full moon. But really uh, what we're looking at this week is Mars finally, finally, Mars is going to go into Pisces. It's been in Aquarius since May 15th. This is a long transit. And finally it's leaving Aquarius and it's going into Pisces. Now, Mars is not at its best in Pisces. Mars in Pisces is, you know, it's an aggression, assertion, fight, fighting warrior planet. And it's in this gentle sign of Pisces, which is about intuition and uh, sort of cosmic experiences, out-of-body experiences, places where we go to do meditation, such as like ashrams and meditation places and temples. And it's all about the unconscious. And so I find with Mars and Pisces that it's not the easiest way to assert yourself. or if you are asserting yourself sometimes, you, it makes it look like it's like you're really asserting yourself way too much, because we don't get a grip on what Mars is doing. Anything that floats through Pisces is often it often feels like we can't really hold it in our hand. It slides right out. It's, it's the slippery fish thing. So Mars, which is really a planet of, you know, the world and asserting oneself, it's going to feel weird there. So, you know, but it is leaving the Zodiac, the, the one time through the Zodiac and going into Aries in a short while. Um, but it's, it's just sort of that place where it's no man's land for Mars. Now, plenty of people have Mars and Pisces, and they're very good people. Some of them are healers. Some of them are artists. Some of them are doctors. Some of them are, you know, members of the clergy. But, um, you know, for the average person, sometimes it's hard to understand how to assert oneself, where to assert oneself, when the appropriate times are, and to have the energy to assert oneself and go into the world. So, Fortunately, this is just a transit. It will go into Pisces 5.21 p.m. on Thursday Eastern Time, and it will stay there for quite a while up into the new year. So we're not worrying about that. Mars is in Pisces for the rest of the year. And this is a time to, to take action towards those things I just mentioned, like meditation, like healing, like anything that could be considered Uh, I don't want to say covert, but not direct. And sometimes when we have to assert ourselves and ask for things while Mars is in Pisces, we often have to do things through the back door. Now, what does that mean? Going through the back door. It means you don't approach something head on. Now, certainly we had Mars retrograde for a couple of months this year and we know what it's like to not be able to do things head on. So here we are in another position where while we can assert ourselves and can make forward motion and can take strides forward in our lives, what we really need to do though is if we have to have a confrontation with someone or a conversation with someone or something that might need to be addressed, the best thing to do is kind of work through it. It has to be done. Work through it sort of in a circular way. Go through the back door. Be nice about it. Be compassionate about it because Pisces is a sign of compassion. Be a a gentle, uh, empathic person when you have to confront something or someone. So it's okay to take strides towards your life. It's okay to initiate something new because we always have to initiate and good news is that you know it's not retrograde but it's just it's a calmer mars than we're used to then when the new year comes mars will go into aries and we'll be you know ready to roll again but you know right now it's an interesting time as we sort of move forward and yet still backwards because Venus is still retrograde until Friday now finally it's gonna go direct <laughs> and we are expecting that it happens 5:50 a.m. Eastern Time so really when you go to sleep on Thursday night if you're in the United States Venus will be retrograde you wake up in the morning and Venus is direct and that depends on what time you get up, of course, but Venus will be direct. Now, if you're in another part of the world, maybe during the day, Venus will go direct and that's fine, you know, it's just that you're mindful that Venus is going direct on Friday. What does this bring? Awareness of relationships, awareness of places where we need to move on, awareness of sort of like, glad that's over, these last six weeks have been hard. Um, I think that they've been difficult for a lot of people, especially women, not feeling like ourselves, and it's just been compounded by a lot of things you know, all that Saturn last month, you know, all this Capricorn we have, all the swampy Scorpio energy we had for a long time. So, I really do believe that you know, once Venus goes direct and she will be direct in her own sign, Libra, we're gonna start getting some relief from this. And Venus is very much gonna stay in Libra until December 2nd. So we've got this whole month for it to be in Libra and that's fine. And then it'll go back into Scorpio again, but we'll see it from a new perspective because we'll have had this retrograde time. Now, what I have found this retrograde to be about is a lot of things, you know, it's always going backwards. It's always cleaning up. It's always reviewing. It's always kind of taking some backwards motion and taking care of things. And essentially. When it's Venus, it's about like, you know, maybe you have to go back and reconcile that checkbook because you haven't done it in months. Maybe you've got to go back and look at some money you've spent or review how much money you've spent. Or maybe you're spending more money on things that you didn't want to spend money on. Um, Maybe you found some bargains. But there's a lot of cleaning up that happens with Venus retrograde and cleaning up in relationships and cleaning up in friendships and, and moving forward again. But I really feel like it's not something that is profoundly, profoundly um, refreshing while Venus has been retrograde. We will feel more refreshed as Venus moves forward. It's, it's been complicated. Uh, you know, I, I have to say, you know, Venus, when it goes retrograde in Scorpio like it did and it stays for weeks, it's really not simple. It really requires a lot of our energy, just to stay calm and work through it because it's been it's been hard. Now, the thing about Friday is that Venus goes direct but then Mercury goes retrograde on the same day. 8:33 p.m. on Friday evening Eastern time. So you get 12 13 14 and a half hours of Venus direct. And then Mercury goes retrograde, but Mercury's in its station anyway. So (laughs) for those of us who wanted to start something new, (laughs) we have to wait until December 7th. And there were things that I wanted to start that was new, and it's just, it's not a time to start something new. So, you know, I was talking with my uh, former astrology teacher, Michael Luton, and I said something to him about starting something new in those 13 and a half hours. And he said, well, you know, the doors are open but the painters are still there so that means it's just not we're not finished putting it all together yet so it will be different because Mercury's in sagittarius so mercury will retrograde at 13 degrees of sagittarius and where jupiter is going to eventually go but you know Mercury's in sag and then it's going to go back 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 into scorpio in december so here's what's going to happen um I told you that Venus goes back into Scorpio when she leaves Libra on, you know, the second or the third, um, really the second and Mercury is going to go back into Scorpio. So we're going to have two planets in Scorpio again for a few weeks there in December. And those Scorpio planets, once again, will point to Pluto, which then points to Saturn. The difference is that Jupiter is in Sagittarius. So, more on that in a minute, but we're not going to have Jupiter joining the swamp. We're going to have the sun in in Sagittarius and we're going to have Jupiter in Sagittarius. So that's a whole other thing. And as, um, as Mercury retrogrades, you know, again, it's time to like rebalance the checkbook and, you know, it's in Sag though, maybe reschedule your travel plans, maybe redetermine what you're doing. Um, As far as, you know, your studies are maybe drop a course, pick up another course, start a new course, you know, changing your major, changing your, your focus study wise, because that's Mercury's and Sag and it's about the words and the, the experience of higher knowledge. And so, you know, if you're doing healing work or if you're studying anything, it's actually a good time to review those things. Maybe you want to go back and study something or pick up that book you were reading a philosophical book um, that you had been or returned to a meditation class or something, something philosophical, something could be legal, something um, important as far as moving your, moving your, your sort of focus into a place of philosophy, study and, and um, literature. So that's Mercury. So it's, it's retrograde, retrograde and Sag. And you know, Mercury and Sag tends to have foot and mouth syndrome. So be careful what you say. Don't give away a secret. Don't tell someone something that you don't want it to get around. Because <laughs> um, Mercury and Sag is just like, you know, kind of fancy free with the with the language and the words and, and what we're saying and who we're telling. So, you know, you want to just be mindful of that. And So, as I mentioned, Jupiter has entered Sagittarius. So Jupiter's newly in Sagittarius and really, really is just, you know, barely at one degree. And it's I know that I felt the shift on Thursday when that happened. It was Thursday afternoon and it felt like everything just sort of opened and moved forward and was okay after that. Because that swamp of Jupiter and Scorpio. Now, I like Scorpio. Ah. that's my bird <laughs> you can hear that that is my bird <laughs> he he's a boat billed heron and he flies over the little river here and he shows up about this time in the evening but not every night so we never know when he's going to come so he just put his two cents in about the swamp and he likes to fish in the river here so there there's about the water sign <laughs> um so Jupiter and Scorpio sort of added to the swamp. And like I said, I like Scorpio fine. And I have lovely Scorpio people in my life. They're really wonderful people. However, um, too much, too much, too much. It's too intense. It's too swampy. It's too, too much emotion. It's too much feeling going on that's um, deep and dark and intense. And we do need a break from that. And Sagittarius is refreshing after that. It's, you know, it's, those are the people that let everything roll off their back and they're not as controlling or as concerned about being controlling things as people, you know, as, as energy with Scorpio are. So, you know, they're more about, Hey, I can only do so much and that's it. That's what, and they know how to let go because Sagittarians know how to have faith, and Jupiter and Sagittarius is reminding us to have faith and really put our energy into having faith. And what does it mean to you to have faith? And, it's really a good time to sort of review as far as especially Mercury going retrograde and sag, what faith means to you and what you believe in and what you do think of you know how you've been how how your where your faith stands. What does that feel like to you? And sometimes we really do need to review and reconnect with our faith in our faith in the universe or or whatever we want to believe in. So that's something that can come along with Mercury and Jupiter and Sag. And Jupiter and Sag is only going to be for 13 months. I said this on an Instagram video last night, Jupiter and Sag is only going to be for 13 months. And my, very strong advice is take advantage of this time. Do not feel like, oh yeah, I can relax now and take some crazy risks. Take some very calculated risks because Saturn is still in Capricorn. Take some focused risks, take some reasonable risks and up-level your life and move it forward and just embrace the next level of life. And you know, it's a good time to work on your self-worth, your your self-value, what you're being paid, how you're being paid where you want to expand your life, your business, your, your monetary things, because this is about fortune. Jupiter and Sag is about fortune. Once it leaves Sag, it's not coming back for 12 years and it's going to go into Capricorn next with Saturn and Pluto. So that's going to bring its own set of complications and Jupiter is exalted in cancer and therefore, um, it's in its fall in Capricorn. So it's not at its best there. So let's take advantage of this time. Now use the time wisely and Sagittarius is about wisdom so apply every ounce of wisdom that you know in your life and use it and and open your life and to the abundance and the expansion and let things happen so don't put it off don't put it off anymore just if you felt like you needed to up level your life or expand your business or make more money now is the time to make that happen Because, you know, this is our little time of luck and this is our little time to push it forward and know that we're protected and we can do that. Jupiter and Sag offers a lot of protection. Okay, so where is the moon? The moon is in Capricorn now, goes into Aquarius tomorrow. Like I mentioned, it's only void a half an hour tomorrow. So you could like take some time for yourself or go get a coffee break at that point. Um, And for sure... um, for sure you can take, you know, the moon in Aquarius and do some innovative things for the next few days afterwards. So moon goes into Aquarius tomorrow morning, 10:45 AM Eastern time, and then stays in Aquarius till Thursday night, about 11 PM in Eastern time. So great. So we have really three full days of the moon in Aquarius, and that's a good thing. Moon in Aquarius is disposed of by Uranus, which is in Aries, which is disposed of by Mars, which is in um, Aquarius. So Mars and Uranus are talking to each other this week. They are talking a lot to each other. Ever since Uranus went back into Aries, Mars and Uranus have sort of like exchanged keys to each other's apartments, and they're talking to one another, and they are connecting. So the Mars-Uranus factor here is high until Mars changes signs on Thursday when it goes into Pisces. And once we have this dialogue going between Mars and Uranus, you know, that's that's this fighting for an ideal uh, situation, fighting for a revolution or feeling like you want to revolutionize your life and that's a good thing to do in these couple of days. Then the moon moves into Pisces Thursday, 1141 p.m. So late at night in Eastern time zone and it stays in Pisces Friday, Saturday, and then moves into Aries Sunday morning, 1056 a.m. Eastern time. So what we're doing is we're, we're really at the end of the zodiac right now and Mars is gonna meet up with well, the moon's gonna meet up with Mars rather um, as it goes uh, into Pisces on Friday so very early the wee hours moon and Mars are gonna meet up in Pisces uh, so <laughs> that's a Friday night and it sounds like it's a night of debauchery <laughs> with Mars and the moon conjunct in Pisces, that sounds like it's the party night. Um, so don't be surprised if people, you know, start partying on Friday night and party all weekend. <laughs> Cause Pisces, Pisces encourages people to get inebriated. So, um, there you go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, celebrate Venus going direct. <laughs> and if you're meeting friends at a bar, just make sure you got the right one. Cause Mercury will be retrograde by then. <laughs> um, So, yeah, so that's where we are. Um, The moon will be with Neptune on Saturday. It will be making a nice relationship to the sun on Sunday called a trine and and Jupiter. So actually, well, Jupiter, it will move. Once it moves into Aries, it's going to connect with Jupiter. But it'll be making a nice relationship to Neptune and then the sun because the sun is still in Scorpio. So uh, this week we are kind of delving into more changes. Uranus is still in Aries, but it's the ruler of Aries is Mars, and it's changing from Aquarius to Pisces. So that's one thing. Venus goes direct. That's another thing. Uh, Mercury goes retrograde. Another thing. And this is pretty amazing because last week we had bigger planetary movements, planets that don't change signs very often. But now this week the inner planets are making a lot of movements. So on that note, we're just about done here. And I suggest that you have a good weekend. Don't be too inebriated. Use the Pisces moon to be uh, sort of in this nice place of healing and meditation. That's the best use of that energy or artistry. Go to a gallery, a museum, a musical, go to see a musical, go to see a concert. Uh once the moon moves into Aries on Sunday, it will um you know, Mars is gonna make some aspects also. Uh Mars, the ruler of Aries, will will be still in Pisces. So that Aries energy is sort of bouncing between Uranus and, and the moon. Mars will be sort of on its own in that water sign and making square aspect to Jupiter on Monday. So Mars can still have some fire from Jupiter. Um but in the meantime, it is kind of a watery weekend. I'm glad we're moving away from the Pluto conjunction of the moon today and we're moving into Aquarius tomorrow. So have a good week. Use the Aquarius energy wisely as in, you know, do your analysis and your use your analytical skills the next few days and then embrace the collective and meditative energies on this watery Pisces moon weekend, and with Mars in Pisces. So, it should be something very uh, interesting when the moon and Mars are both in Pisces. That means three planets will be in Pisces this weekend: Moon, Mars, and Neptune. And I find that to be very interesting because that's a Mars and Neptune in Pisces. That's it's an interesting journey because they Mars is not like i said earlier mars is not a planet that really does well in that kind of a hidden water sign but use it to make strides forward just come through the back door so that's our that's our tale of the week i thank you for joining me here on my patio where i'm got my citronella candle and my insect repellent and have a good night have a good week and tune in next week to this podcast. In the meantime, I've written a new blog on my website about the changes we experienced last week. My website is debmcbride.com. I'm on Instagram at Deb Astrology, Twitter at Deb Astrology, and you can certainly uh, contact me if you would like an astrology session, deb at debmcbride.com. Thank you so much. Have a good week.